Hey guys, welcome to Books in the City. I'm Kayla. I'm Becky. I'm Libby. I'm Emily. So we really want to be a place for you guys to come and escape from like the stress and the anxiety and the things in life that are weighing you down. And we hope that we've been that for you during this pandemic. Um, You know, when it's been hard on your mental health or like working from home has been too much. Um, But there does come a point where that line between escaping and avoiding gets blurred. And we as a group can't sit back and like avoid what's happening every day to our black friends and our fellow citizens. So we have microphones, so we feel like we need to say something. Um, Our normal episode is still going to happen later this week, but we wanted to take the time to share kind of our thoughts and make sure you guys have resources. Um, Yeah, I think you bring up a good point about how We enjoy being a distraction, but I think a lot of you have been paying attention to the news and we realize that now is a time to kind of focus on what's important and to draw attention to things that have been happening in the country for a really long time. But to take this this moment of like anger and grief and frustration and confusion and realize that we're all going to have to confront those feelings and sit with those feelings and think about how our society can move forward with like conducive change on an individual level and on like a systemic level. I think a lot of people like us are having conversations with friends or family or online and it felt like not right to distract from those conversations. Yeah, I personally had, um, we in this pandemic have been doing, you know, family Zoom calls every week. And I think a lot of people are doing that. And I was like, I do not want to deal with this today in this conversation because I was expecting to be met with a lot of um, resistance to what I had to say and deaf ears. But I was pleasantly surprised to have like a very simple conversation. And I think... Now is not the time to be afraid of those conversations. It's like bigger than all of us. I think it's important to mention too that the four of us like acknowledge that we're white women and we do have a privilege. But like for me, especially I've spent this whole weekend just like reading and watching videos and like listening to these stories. Even I feel like I confront try to confront my white privilege a lot, but lately it's just been even more. And I think that's something that with this list we've compiled, like everyone can do. Uh, yeah. And I think also, especially now um, when this is so prevalent and pervasive and in the news and it's impossible to avoid almost um, having these conversations now. And like Kayla said, confronting our own privilege and just making this more of an ingrained part of our lives and maybe some of your you know fellow white listeners lives um is a really crucial way to keep this injustice at the forefront when there isn't maybe a trending hashtag representing um police brutality you know it's easy I think for us to kind of in theory avoid or ignore this kind of thing that that is a reality every single day for black people or people of color. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, 
I just think like having these conversations now is a good way to to not let this die down in the future and for this like Emily said to just become a real effective change going forward inevitably the protests are going to end and inevitably the hashtag is going to go away but the thing that's going to make the change is like Christmas time when you're at the dinner table, hopefully at the dinner table and not the virtual dinner table, but either way, <laughs> um, <laughs> when you're, when you're at that table and you have that, you know, family member bring up that thing, you can, that racist comment or, you know, just like a prejudice, you can call it out. And by using the tools that we're sharing that we're using ourselves, um, hopefully you have an even more informed way to approach And I think just if you are having those conversations, like I've had them with my own family, uh, it's easy to get angry, but encourage them to just educate themselves the same way that you're educating yourself. Because a lot of times they might not know the whole story and that just makes it so much easier. Yeah, I think what everyone's expressing is that, especially I think if you're a white person, things can feel uncomfortable and that's probably normal. I don't think there's like a perfect way to have a dialogue with someone who disagrees with you as long as you're able to communicate how you're feeling and kind of like what the information supports in a way where you can both walk away at the end of the day feeling like you didn't disrespect the other person you're having a conversation with. I find that a lot of people who are similarly situated in privilege and race to me are afraid of saying the wrong thing. And I don't know. I, I just feel like that that's like a fear that you have for yourself. And it's okay if you kind of screw up. And if someone adjusts your language, that's just part of the learning process. And we were all like born into this system that that benefits us. And we have to take the time to say it benefits us, but it's also unjust. And those like two opposing ideas can kind of happen at the same time. And also as a, as everyone was talking about, I think we have the privilege of kind of checking in and out of these conversations. Whereas if we were living with a different skin tone or creed, maybe it would always be on our minds. So I guess for like our fellow readers and, and everybody out there who have been saying like, Oh, I wish I was reading more diverse authors. Like we've, We've given you a list and now's a great time to like recommit to those promises and just like always practice what we said we would do. Um, and it's obviously not more important than ever to just like be really honest with yourself. And if you're making mistakes or, or not being your most eloquent self, it's because there's a lot of feelings and, and systemic pressure like wrapped up in our language that we have to like unpack you know, together. Yeah. Is it, we're not going to be perfect in our, like our first, second, third attempt at um, doing any of these things that we're saying, but choosing not to, because we're afraid of that is the problem. I just want to say that also there's multiple different ways that you can um, stand up in this um, fight. It, you don't if you can't get out and protest um there are other ways and we're listing them here if you do choose to go and protest we're also listing some resources for you um do what's best for you but don't do nothing yeah absolutely at the end of the day it is still a pandemic so if you feel like you're putting people you live with or yourself at risk you don't want to do that 
And also at the end of the day, this is a big election year and we need every able-bodied voter able to vote in this election. So, um, you know, keep it keeping in mind, not just these protests in May, but also like down the line, making sure that we're evoking change every way that I'm, that we can as, as citizens. And that includes registering to vote and voting in your state and local and federal <laughs> presidential <laughs> elections. Yeah. We'll link, we'll link a, a tool to find um, the deadlines for registering to vote in your state. Um, going to the polls is a form of protest as well. Um, I also wanted to mention quickly um We've thrown this around a little bit in this conversation, but um, educating yourself, uh, I just want to really make it clear that mm-hmm. that is on that's on each individual, but especially as uh, for us four as white women, that's on us. Um, it's not right to place the burden of your own ignorance on anyone. Um, who may be experiencing the racism that you're trying to educate yourself on. So there will be resources, additional reading. um, And the beauty of this podcast is that we are a book podcast and books are the greatest tool for information. Um, I did also want to highlight a fellow bookstagrammer, Jess Reads Lit, who posted a pretty short um, IGTV video recently um we'll share that or we may have already shared that in the stories but we'll continue to share it and she highlights the importance of of course you know there's a million nonfiction titles that will help educate you on the history of um, oppression in this country and that's important because i think the majority of kids don't learn that in school um unfortunately like the true history of this country but it's also really important to diversify your bookshelf on every level, I think, and including um, reads just books across the board, poetry, fiction, science fiction, everything um, by black authors beyond nonfiction, you know, obviously like the big hitters that are being shared all over bookstagram this past week. Um, Like I said, those are important, but, uh, I think reading wise, it should be at every, every level and every genre. And the list that we put together has a mix of both too. So if you're looking for something new, make sure you go check that out. Like, don't feel like there's a right or wrong way to kind of like start this journey. If you feel like you're coming late to the game, that's just like the first step. Yeah. The first step is acknowledging that and, and now and you're here now yeah you're here now and moving forward um yeah and again this is this is like systemic going back for obviously centuries before any of us were born so it's not a it's not like a winning competition you know it everyone has to work together cohesively as a community to protect those that are vulnerable and it's not okay to like perform a better like version of an ally than other people just be like authentic and genuine and like honest with however you're you're joining your journey you know we're all confronting how we've been dealing with this in the past and we're all starting where we are and that's okay and um 
the all of this it's a marathon not a sprint um so it's important to keep that in mind as you move forward and um continue to question you know whether you're upholding some of the systems that aren't protecting everyone so um so yeah, we will be back on Thursday with our uh, regular full episode for you guys. We'll be talking about our recent reads then. But um, in the meantime, we really hope you will take advantage of these resources, um, spend some time with them this week. You know, come to any of us. Our DMs are open. If you have questions or you're, I don't know, we'll do our best. We're not, like we said, we're not perfect. We're not experts. But um, we are happy to have conversations with anyone about any of this. And when you are looking to buy these books, we're not going to share our bookshop link. We're going to share um, Lit Bar's bookshop link. Um, you can buy these from a bookshop that is supporting black business owners. So thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you on Thursday.